subject to this the Ace Attorney Fancast. I'm Stephanie, got that stock in cold killer X, Y, and Z. I'm Michelle, and every time I sneeze, my mascot jumps up over my eyes. How embarrassing. <laughs> That's right, everybody. We're congested. <laughs> it's congestion pod population <laughs> and if you didn't think our voices were nasally and thick enough for being from the midwest oh boy uh cold oh. season and allergy season are upon us <laughs> yes and so you're gonna get the enjoyment the fun enjoyment of stephanie is gonna say some shit that sets me off and i'm not able to laugh anymore only yes. coughing but that'll be fun like play along at home <laughs> uh all right um I'm not going to say is there news because the news is the Great Ace Attorney Chronicles comes out tomorrow uh, as of of recording this episode, at least. Um, So that's going to be the big news, which we will come back to in just a second. We said we were going to talk about like uh, Ace Attorney Olympics, have some fun with that this episode. We're not going to do that because there are some things going on with the Olympics that uh, would feel ill-tasted if we made jokes about the Olympics right now. So we're just going to focus this right. episode on the Great Ace Attorney Chronicle. It's the only thing anyone cares about anyway. So really, we're doing everyone a favor. So Great Ace Attorney. I, I, I have this problem where I've called it DGS for so long. Yes. So I don't... So I... What do what do I call it now? G A A C. I don't like <laughs> gag. Oh no, it's gag. I, I can't. I can't. I can't call it gag. We can't call no, it gag. I'm gonna call it now. I'm gonna call it gag. It's cursed. I've cursed well, us. The game was cursed. So anyway, <laughs> how do you feel about gag? <laughs> uh, pretty. Uh, you uh, you know I I don't know. <laughs> how have you felt this month with the the fandom? for all intents and purposes, being reinvigorated. Because I found that very interesting. People who I would not even... Who are, like, maybe I'd call fringe Ace Attorney fans. Like, people who only come out of the woodwork for, like, games. Like, insane people who only care about it when there's games. (laughs) They're back. (laughs) Those people are back. I... So what I find interesting is, like, that those people are back. I find it interesting that when they announced it, like, we've talked about this, everyone came out of the woodworks to tell us Hey, that game series that you never shut up about? Hey, they got a new game coming out, as if I didn't already know. I that I'm still laughing at that because my birthday happened and my friend who my friend Muso who only texts me when it's my birthday or her birthday, she texted me and she was like, Where she's as old as Gumshoe is and I'm as old as Phoenix and Miles mm-hmm. are. And so she's like lamenting how old we are and she's like remember when we were making fun of gumshoe for being so old and she's like now i'm 35 we, this was never supposed to happen and i was like hey that new game comes out at the end of the month right, right? new ace attorney game and she's like oh yeah the one about sherlock holmes i'm like bitch i know more than you do i was pretending <laughs> i was being cool i was being pretty cool <laughs> i was i was trying to be chill with you and like be like hey did you know that the new one comes out like i don't know that it's two years old <laughs> I love Musa to death. Don't get me wrong. It was a very fun and I'm always glad to hear from her. But I I just thought that was so funny where it's like people think they school in me about Ace Attorney. <laughs> the only people who can school me about Ace Attorney are the fans of this program. It's true because they're the only people who actually tell me new information. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, and I love and appreciate you all. Um, therefore, I think what we're going to do in in light of the new game coming out uh, I think what we're going to do is kind of just like, let's do a top-down pregame of the game, if you will. Just like, 
Let's do it. It's been so long. I don't know what happens in this um, game. Meiji, what is it? <laughs> Meiji, oh, okay. I didn't plan that detail, but we could go. We could go there. <laughs> oh, okay. Is it chocolate? Spoilers, it's both. <laughs> so, um, I will say before we get into the game, I was watching some of the trailers on ace-attorney.com where they're having uh, like pages for the Great Ace Attorney Chronicles. So I, it's like their official page for it. Um, and I was watching one of the videos, and in one of the long trailers, they were saying that they're also releasing the Chronicles in conjunction with the Phoenix Wright trilogy, and they're calling it the uh, Ace Attorney Turnabout Collection. And I was just like, wow, wow. Once again, we just keep erasing Apollo Justice from existence. That's the... It, if I'm if I'm hearing that right, that means it's the A A T C, which is the attic. So we have the gag in the attic. <laughs> we have gagged in the attic. Gag in the attic. Hey, back up there. Go back there, Apollo. You stay down here. Gag, go you back. go back upstairs. Um, that's uh, yeah. Apollo Justice. Poor Apollo Justice. I swear to God. There's been a post surfacing on Tumblr because you know I'm 30 and I'm still in Tumblr. Uh, about uh how they didn't have any sprites for anyone when they were in development for Apollo Justice, so they used Winston Payne sprites for Clavier Gavin, and I'm like, I miss Apollo Justice. <laughs> <laughs> I miss that game. Even though I don't shut up about it. Uh, I mean, you could play it, but it's been, uh, every copy keeps has been stolen from us, so. <laughs> it's, it's, cursed. it's cursed. Yeah, Apollo's cursed. <laughs> okay, but let's Start, unless you have any other news or any other information that we should share at the top. I do want to take a second here, which would, what we didn't say before we started. Um, we're not going to do any spoilers here. We're just going to do content that's available on the websites. Right. This right? is all just like before the, like, we can't spoil anything because I didn't, I didn't go that deep. Because <laughs> it comes out tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. So this is basically all your pre-information that you would get that we would normally, like, uh, leak out over the months through teasers and promos and trailers. However, we didn't get it this time with just the way these games were released versus like Spirit of Justice right. and Dual Destiny. So we're kind of just going to sum it up for you here. Yeah. Happy gag. Sorry, happy, happy gag, gag, everyone. <laughs> July 27, 2021. <laughs> um, so the Great Ace Attorney Chronicles are two games. It is a set, two sets of games. One is the Great Ace Attorney... Um, Adventures, and the second game in it is The Great Ace Attorney Resolve. Both of these games um, are being packaged into basically one set and being released July 27, 2021. Uh, the games are starring uh, Great Grand Happy Phoenix is how we have delightfully called him, uh, but his name is... Ryunosuke Yes, Ryunosuke. I kept wanting to say Ryuchi, and I was like, that's not right. Ryunosuke Naruhoto. Ryuchi is Phoenix. They have on this page a little, like, text of everybody, but I'm going to just kind of go through them. Uh, Ryunosuke Naruhoto, he is Grandpappy Phoenix. He is a, uh, although he is a young boy, uh, he has a very classic black Japanese outfit. He has a handguard on, his defensive badge. He's got an armband with his defense attorney thing on it. Uh, and he is an up-and-coming kind of lawyer boy. Uh, with that, we have Susato Mi 
Mikotoba. Uh, she is your faithful judicial assistant. She is a learned assistant, and she's supposed to help. She's your legal assistant, basically. She's going to help you through the trial. She's a lover of Western detective novels, classic Japanese lady of virtue and grace, and a progressive dreamer. But basically, she looks like a very refined Japanese lady, a very cute pikimono, got give, giving you your fae vibes, but she seems to be much more, less magical, I guess. Yeah, and much more sort of reserved, I guess, compared yes. to my Next on the character roster, we got the certified lawyer and best friend, Kazuma Asagi, uh, a.k.a. Michelle's dead boy. <laughs> I, I was going to say, Kazuma Asagi, that sounds, that's a really weird play to pronounce that guy, that kid who's dead. <laughs> the dead kid, the kid who I swear to God is dead in the first case. And if it's not the first case, it's the second case. Uh, yeah, Michelle, this is Michelle's $20 bet. Uh, and no one will take her up on it because this kid looks so killable. Uh <laughs> He looks so stabbable. <laughs> He's apparently uh, a fellow student um, to Ryunosuke. He is an official lawyer, uh, and he, you know, has a lot of good ideals kind of thing, which makes him extra stabbable. He's got a red bandana on his head, the same outfit as Ryunosuke, uh, and, you know, just kind of gives you that Apollo Justice pirate vibes in a way. Red like blood? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, the most singular detective, Herlock Sholmes. <laughs> Herlock Sholmes. There you go. It's him. He, uh, it's no. him. He's a bishi now, and he's steampunk now. He's a steampunk bishi. Uh, his goggles have little flowers on them. They glow. He's smoking a pipe. He's got the classic like hat and trench combo. Uh, Iris Wilson is taking the place of Doctor Watson, a precocious doctor and, liter- and literary young lady. Uh, she's oh. The description is Herlock Sholmes' young little flatmate. I don't like that because that means they live together, not just work together. No. Uh, The thing I saw about her earlier today was that she's 10. She's a published author and an inventor. And her occupation was medical doctor. And I just rolled my eyes at it. You're right, because that's all it says here. You just, like, basically summed her up perfectly, uh, according to this. She... I mean, she, so Watson in, Watson is Sherlock Holmes's flatmate until he gets married, but girl, girl should not, tiny 10 year old whose family is deceased should not be living with Sherlock Holmes. No, but we can pretend this is a uh, Professor Layden and Luke situation. I mean, if he was, if Sherlock Holmes was her like adopted guardian or whatever, that's different than flatmate. Yeah, the word flatmate really just gives me a vibe. But, uh, you know, it's probably he's a neglected parent or adopted parent or, you know, one of those things. I'm yeah. not going to think too hard about Pro- it. <laughs> yeah, we'll see when we play yeah. it. Uh, she's very cute. She looks like she's 10, pink hair, kind of like in, in, like her hair itself is tied as a bow and it's got like uh, drill curls down into little hearts. She's got a very steampunk Victorian outfit, goggles, a little backpack with keychains on it. And the keychains are super cute. They're like a little rabbit looks like Sherlock and a little bear that looks like her. Um, and on this website, they also Aww. have, if you go to like the the developer's blog tab, they have little like cute icons of all these guys. And it's just, they are very, very cute. And the last character they have on their character pages is the Grim Reaper of Old Bailey, Baron Von Zeeks. Uh... He is, he is your <laughs> run, the, run me through his title again for a second. That was so funny. Oh, I'm so sorry. The, the death bringer of Old no, Bailey? No, the Grim Reaper of the Old Bailey, Baron Von Zeeks. Uh, bum, bum, bum. Of the Old Bailey. Not of Old Bailey. Of the Old Bailey. Okay. <laughs> what a weird choice. Uh, yeah, he's known as the Reaper. 
no one stands in his way. Basically, he's flawless. Uh, he's holding a... He's very much a vampire-looking man. He's kind of got a cross-shaped scar on the bridge of his nose. You know, the sexy kind of scar that anime men have. Uh, his hair is pushed back, but he's kind of got a little bit of Edgeworth bang going on. Uh, he's got a cravat with the ugliest Florida lease I've ever seen. <laughs> um, and he's holding a glass of wine. We know this from uh, snapshots. He objects by slamming his leg on the table. Uh, I'll never get over that. We'll see. I mean, maybe when I'm playing it, I'll get over it, but I'm still, like, gonna be, like, losing my shit every I'm time. I'm currently, like, just... I feel like that should have been in his description. So those are our main characters that the website gives us. Um, I am Like, we've previously gone through any sort of other art that comes up for other characters. In some of the trailers I've watched, there's, like, a very classic Russian-looking guy with, like, a hat and glasses... He looks suspicious. There yeah. is an old lady knitting on the stand. There's a bunch of like various posh, steampunky looking Victorian people on the stand. Um, so no one, no one else has seemed super bonkers. I will say that I see that in the trailers you see two judges. One is a Japanese judge who looks like Uji, but in a classic uh, feudal Japan lord kind of way, black hair, right, but with like the little square hat kind of deal. Uh, and then the judge in the UK, he seems to be a little bit different looking, just kind of like a white curly beard kind of deal, and he has a full head of hair. So not full. No, not, no one is full edgy in the in these games, right? And I think like as far as from a gameplay perspective, things that we know that are that should be kept in mind for this one is the jury's going to be there. Like we're going to be doing a jury situation where there's multiple people on the stand, kind of like Professor Layton versus Ace Attorney, and that this is was designed and and released originally for the 3DS. So keep that in mind as far as, like, 3DS ports. Sometimes Ace Attorney is not innocent of this, of 3DS games being gimmicky about, like, touch, motion controls or touch controls, so there might be some of that in it. Just sort of keep that in mind. Yeah. Um, in terms of the... Uh... We'll get into the gameplay in just a second. Uh, in terms of the two sets of games, there's a little teaser about both of the stories. So for the first set of game, this first set game, Ace Attorney Adventures, um, it is a Empire of Japan after during the Meiji era. So the Meiji era of Japan is Japan finally opens its doors to the to the West. Japan locked all of its borders and wouldn't let anybody in because they were very proud of their culture and their nation. They finally opened it up to kind of uh, get Western influence into their country, and so a lot of stuff in Japan historically happens. We have a whole episode about that, but... Um, and it's the late 1800s into the early 1900s, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, uh, it is. It is about that time frame, and so uh, this is when Ryunosuke is like, oh, I'm going to go to England, and I'm going to learn their system and it is very, very vague on their website, but for one man, the turbulence of the arrow is just the beginning of an extraordinary story. And there's a little picture of, like, like a, of Japan and its Western influences, and you see a little missile in the corner. It's very cute. Ah. Uh, they have some case summaries. I'm not going to go into those case summaries, but I'll read you the name of the, the top three cases, which are the case... Oh, this of is the visit And they're not called turnabouts. <gasps> what? They they are leaning super, super heavy into the Sherlock aspect of this. Oh. Um, so, because every, at the beginning of the page, it says, like, uh, the, you know, the, the game is afoot. Like, everything is afoot in all of these trailers. Okay. Uh, so, this is the case of the visiting professor. 
the case of the stricken steamship, the case of the deathly omnibus. Actually, they have all the cases. Let me. The deathly omnibus. Yeah. Uh, there are. Okay, so the other cases are the case of the pedestrian knifing. <laughs> Same. The, <laughs> the case of the pawnbrokery burglary. Okay. Oof, that all was right. awful. <laughs> all right, translators. The case of the sea bathing lady. And the case of the haunted lodgings. Oh, hell yeah. Yes. And the last one is the case of the explosive exhibition. And I believe these are And that's all, all the first I one? I think these are all the cases. They didn't tell me where they broke off between the two, between the two games. Oh, okay. So I think between both games, we're getting a total of eight, ga- eight cases, which makes sense. So it's probably... That makes sense. Four and four. Yeah, yeah. four and four is my guess. Uh, so here's a question. So the Great Ace Attorney Chronicles GEC um, is... Is split into you said the great the Ace Attorney Adventures and then what's the other one? Ace Attorney the Great Ace Attorney to Resolve. Okay, Great Ace Attorney Adventures is gah, and then Great Great Ace Attorney to Resolve is a little bit of a mouthful. Gar, 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 gar. It's just gar, gar. If we take out the two, we could just be gar. Gah, gar. <laughs> this is why people come. <laughs> Rolls off the tongue much less than DGS. Uh, more? Less? I don't know. I don't know. I can't believe I got so used to saying DGS, but I guess I was I, I was struggling to say Daigaku Tensaiban. <laughs> Daiga, yeah, we, we switched to DGS because Daigaku Tensaiban was so hard, and now we like can do it pretty good. Yeah. But like, <laughs> I mean, and then we would do it for all the other, because there's the first one, that's the first one, and then there was JFA and... And trials and tribulations, mm-hmm. which I don't know why we didn't do that TNT or something, but trials and trib, and then AJ and SOJ and DED, right? Like, so we were doing that convention, and I guess that's why we did DGS. I guess I never called Dual Destinies DD because I f- it, it does. That's true. Dual Destinies, trials and trib were kind of full names, but then the AAI and AAI too. We did do we that, did do a, that lot. a lot. Um, so to go back to the second game, the uh, Gar, uh, Gar. The, uh, the brief snippet of the story is the Great exhi- Exhibition of London, that grand event that was supposed to be celebratory last hurrah of the 19th century. So uh, there is a big famous exhibition in late uh, the late 19th century in England. Um, I'll just keep reading the rest. But from amongst the glitter and the glory of Great Britain's latest achievement, a series of grim crimes begin to emerge and come to the foray. From the Empire of Japan to the British Empire. Come on, guys. <laughs> Empire of Japan to the British Empire. A sweeping tale that straddles the two islands' nations is about to take center stage. Well, that's exciting. I mean, I, I, there's a reason why all the books about Chicago are about the World's Fair. That one time that we had it. Yeah, that one World's Fair we had so, and that big fire we had. Those are like... And the big fire and then the mob. The mob right? Yeah, those are like the three things history-wise that are pretty important. And the one time that we took a lake and or took a river and made it go the other way. And made it go backwards. That's kind of like yeah, the secret, cool. like, hey, did you know we were real assholes and we did a thing to St. Louis? Yeah, but I mean, like, London has... And England... And the UK has uh, so much more history that I'm sure that they talk about other shit besides the one time that they had a great exhibition. Exhibition, but I do love. I love me an exhibition. Uh, yeah, who does it? Clearly, everyone does because that's why all the historians write about it. 
Yeah. Speaking of exhibitions, uh, there are extra features and contents in the games as they are released. Uh, so they have a gallery. You can purchase uh, for DLC music of the game and some of the art, but there is some of the art comes with it, so you can get a gallery view. And they also have what they call the moving pictures. I think what it is is that they have like the full art picture and you can move your camera up and down over the whole image. Oh, that sounds like dumb. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was like, what the heck? Ooh, moving pictures, what's that? Oh, I think it's literally just you have the ability to like scroll with your camera. To move the picture. Oh, oof, oof. <laughs> Uh, they have, uh, fun costumes. Uh, you could also, I, I don't know if they come with it, if you, like, pre-order it or whatever, but they have a, uh, they call it the tailor, which is you can make Ryunosuke and assistant have steampunk outfits. Ryunosuke's looks really good. He's kind of got, like, a fun upturned collar. He's got watch-on's glasses. Um, unfortunately, our assistant girl, she looks a little too Lolita in her steampunk for uh. my taste, and I feel it does not match her vibe. It's cute, but it feels wrong kind of a deal. And that's kind of part of the her being reserved. Like, Maya's very cute, and so Maya being in cute outfits is fun, but um, Susato seems to be very, like... I don't know, we'll see. I guess we haven't met her yet, but just from the the vibe of her is, yeah, reserved and shy and quiet. Yeah, I'm trying to see if I can find the picture real quick so I can share it with you. We're going to have to have, at some point... And we'll do it during our DGS discussion, I'm sure. I'm sorry. Go ahead. GAC. During our GAC discussion, I'm <laughs> sure. Um, we have to talk about... We'll have to talk about how steampunk is canon to the Ace Attorney universe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're right. And it's old-fashioned, right? So, like... Like, it's like... Steampunk is to Ace Attorney modern day as if... Uh, somebody was just wearing an Abraham Lincoln costume down the street. I found it. Uh, wait, can you repeat that sentence again? I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, yeah, sorry. I know that's. Um, I do see Sada's outfit, and it is a little bit steampunk. Uh, and it is, it is cute. Um, it's like a sort of thigh length dress, sleeveless dress with ruffles on the sleeves in the bottom and the high neck and she's wearing a cravat. It's red and dark red and then she's wearing a bowler hat with goggles on it and she's got um, gloves and then sort of wristy forearm covering sleevey bits with hearts on it. Uh, it's cute but yeah, it doesn't seem like her vibe but um, okay, so back to what I was saying which is way more important which is <laughs> In the Ace Attorney universe, steampunk is canon, and it's old-fashioned. So steampunk fashion is to modern-day Ace Attorney as if somebody was just walking down the street dressed as Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> or, like, George Washington or something. Like, old-fashioned-y, like, why, why are you wearing a powdered wig down the street, right? That's steampunk in Ace Attorney. It's really a hard concept to wrap my brain around that, like, seeing a... Abraham Lincoln walking down the street would be commonplace, right? Like, that's what he would mean. And I can't imagine well, living my life like it that. Would, I don't think it would be commonplace in modern day Ace Attorney. But, like, pretend like you're Phoenix and you're riding your bike down the street to court. And you, like, look over and there's some fucking reenactors in a park. But the reenactors are all fucking steampunk. <laughs> right? Right. Like, 
it's like for it's like Independence Day, and what's everyone in Japan of Warrior gonna do to celebrate Independence Day? They're gonna put on their fucking steampunk clothes and go in a parade in steampunk. Now I'm just like now I'm having like a parallel universe where like I mean the thought thing is though is like if that's the way it went, that's the way it would be. Like, right? We wouldn't think about it. But what if like People who have that reality are like, oh, but then they see our unsteamed punk Abraham Lincoln. They're like, what the fuck are these jabronis up to, huh? Huh? How sad their lives must be. I mean, that's true. I mean, our life, and I guess, like, steampunk was in the SOJ um, DLC case, the, like, wedding bride case with Larry. That was pretty steampunky. But, uh, so it has been canon before, but now, like, we have to talk about how, like, deeply, deeply canon it is. But, yeah, I would, I guess if steampunk was real, um, I would look at Abraham Lincoln and be like, what a boring dude. (laughs) I mean, to be fair, some people already do do that. Look at Abraham Lincoln and say, what a boring dude. I would say most people. What a boring dude. Right? Right. Right. Not everyone got to take a class uh, specifically on Abraham Lincoln in college. This really reframes the... I'm setting that aside. No one worry about my class on Abraham Lincoln in college. It was about his ethics, okay? It was specifically Abraham Lincoln's ethics. As if that makes it better. <laughs> but... So, this reframes the, the, the wedding case from SOJ, though, for a second. Because that whole shit was steampunk. And it was like, this dude's an inventor. And he's so modern and shit. And he's building, like, jetpacks and stuff. And his whole mansion and whatever. And he's, like, he's the Elon Musk of this company or whatever, right? Like, he's responsible for everything that makes us money. And that's why somebody, ki- like, killed his wife or whatever. No, because steampunk is... It would. It was like if Elon Musk just came out of the woodwork and was like, "I have Tesla's brand new invention. It's Vincent Van Gogh's flying machine." Like, but he would, and people would lose their fucking minds and think it's genius, I know. right? Like, I know it's actually not that it's, far off when you bring in Musk. Is it? That's a hundred percent what it is. Like, he didn't win the space oh, race, but like he w- now God. he's gonna pivot to f- like personalized flying machines. You know what? I bet you he would too, because he would be like, "It's me, Elon Musk. I've created Nikola Tesla's laser <laughs> that he's gonna use to kill people, like his death ray or whatever." Ah, he fucking would. He would. He? he super super would. So like this, that it makes that case actually more plausible. Wow. But, like, think about that, though, if, but that's real and that's happening, because that's canon to the Ace Attorney universe, too, because of that case in SOJ, that inventor kid was just, like, really styled everything that he made, like, the founding fathers. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's so patriotic. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Um... Damn. Damn. Um, so I'm gonna go back to talking about these games if that's cool, because I don't know how to follow oh, that sorry. up. I took us on such a tangent. I'm so sorry. I'm not sorry. I just don't know how to gracefully go back to this. <laughs> um, well, that was a lot of escapades. Let's talk about the escapades in the game, which is they have eight slice of life episodes that portray the daily ongoings behind the scenes of the main game. And it was written by Shu Takubi, and they're like a bunch of little shorts. So they have eight shorts. And I don't know if they're just dialogue a la Fire Emblem or if there's any play. I don't think there's any play element to them. Or if you could just watch them like a movie. 
unclear. I don't know. But it sounds like it would be cute. I just don't know. It doesn't have any more detail about, like, how long they are or anything like that. There's just eight of them and Chu wrote them. Yeah. I mean, that sounds fun. I wonder if it's, like, those little four-panel comics that they released in advance of the game coming out. It looks like they're, like, using the in-game sprites. So it's not, oh. it's not comic-y. It's, like, in-game sprites with text boxes. I think that is something that was in PL versus AA, actually. The Professor Layton mm-hmm. one. I think there was, like, these little vignettes. Because there was one with Edgeworth that you could just kind of watch the little, like, them having dialogue. And, and Edgeworth was in it. So, yeah, that sounds familiar. Okay, cool. Well, and I hope those are, like, decently linked and enjoyable. Yeah. Um, and over here, it says that they have those special video slash moving pictures. And, and the... The uh, clip I watched said it looked like you could pan over the co- like the costumes, but this over here seems like they're just kind of like original trailers that they had announced in Japan, and they kind of just translated the text box. Kind of like, I think one of them is like kind of like when they announced Edgeworth putting his pink uh, Game Boy <laughs> SD in his back pocket. Uh, and Yeah, that, I remember that. That was the Tokyo Game Show trailer for the basically the port to Game Boy Advance, or when they added the Emma case, mm-hmm. they did this, like, TGS trailer that was fully voice acted. These kind of look like they are possibly similar, but they are going to be uh, not translated into English. They are just going to be uh, subtitled in English. Japanese voices was English subtitles only. That's fun. So that's fun. Um, and they also said that, I mean, the entire game, <clears throat> you can choose to have it in English or Japanese audio, so that's your fun choice. Um, special features also have a story mode. Uh, which is autoplay mode will advance the text for you. So uh, you don't have to keep clicking. It'll just automatically have the text go for you and have the game. Oh my God, the quality of life. Although actually, hold on, let me read this again. The autoplay mode automatically advances text for you. Or Okay, so that's autoplay. Story mode to have the game on handle everything, including making choices and puzzle solving. We did talk yeah. about that one. That there's a there's a mode for you to just watch it like a movie. Yeah, so it does it does clear, and it's like it's perfect for when you get stuck or simply feel like sitting back and watching the drama unfold. And you can turn it off either either option, auto or story, autoplay or story mode can be turned on or off at any time during the gameplay. So uh, I was confused on that when we talked about it previously, but it it is cleared up to me now that there are two different modes, and autoplay is such a game changer. <laughs> yes, autoplay sounds. Uh, very nice to just sit and let the text scroll itself. Yeah. Um, so those are all your little accoutrements, your little fun fun bits. Uh, I forgot to mention Sherlock or Her- Herlock Schlomes. Uh, he has this fun outfit, and he's wearing a um, kimono with a kitsune mask on his head. Um, oh, that's fun! Like a festival. Yeah, outfit? like a festival outfit. Uh, and then they have uh, you know, how like what is the gameplay? I'm gonna just sit back and say, like, the gameplay is as expected. We kind of talked about it before, but for people who don't remember or didn't listen, the gameplay is very much your classic Ace Attorney. Investigate the seams, rotate evidence, present evidence, question people. The trial portion has more Professor Layden versus Ace Attorney um, elements to it with the jury, cross-examining multiple witnesses at once, and objecting to people's testimony if they don't line up. You don't have your oh shit bar, you have your oh shit exclamation points in this case they are the little like shine of the of the ace attorney logo across the top yeah um and that pretty much seems to be like the full gameplay element which 
does seem like it's harder. I didn't play uh, PL versus AA, uh, but hopefully it goes better or is a little less frustrating than when you guys played that. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, PL versus AA was worth experiencing, but, but you know, it was a little difficult. Uh, and then the only other things that are left on the site here if, um, are, like, some videos. So each of the cases that I said, they all, like, there's some gameplay trailers, the new feature trailer, the E3 trailer, and then each case preview has a video, uh, which is cool. I did not watch those. I feel like that hit a level of spoiler spoiler territory, so I don't want to get into it. But those are there if you guys want to look at those. Uh, the other thing that's really cute on this site is the Great Devs blog. They have little backstage tales, the adventure and resolve of music creation, a most miraculous English dub, and it's from the localization director, the adventure of, uh, they have a couple things in the localization and then the grand tour thing. So they have a bunch of like little blogs from the localization team and um, some background stuff. And it looks really, really cute. Oh, they're cute. The little, little animal versions of everyone. They're very cute. Uh, but yeah, that's basically the gist of it. I don't know if I skipped over too much. Yeah. But that's basically the Greatest Attorney Chronicles in a nutshell. It's coming. It's going to be available on Switch, PC, and PS4. Um, you can get a physical copy in the US for uh, f- about forty dollars. And and uh, if you're a person who likes to read reviews ahead of time or before you play it, the reviews are out. So go check them out at your favorite whatever blog video game thing place YouTube whatever and we will let you know next time if it's better than Imagine Dance Babies we will let you know if it's better than Imagine Dance Babies um, that's important it's always supported uh, but uh, you know it comes out tomorrow so there are some reviews out as of well this podcast is coming out after the game comes right. out so this is too meta but basically there are going to be some reviews out so hopefully uh, if you check them out you check them out if not you know, enjoy the game for yeah. yourself. That's we're gonna do it either way. Off. I mean, you know, as far as I guess from our perspective, from fa- as fans go, we want this to do well in the U.S. to encourage them to bring more stuff to the U.S. and maybe make another Ace Attorney. Although I don't know how much our individual dollars are gonna <laughs> help towards that, but it's not gonna hurt. If you want to play it, please play it. Please purchase it. If it's digital or if it's, you know, the physical, I know that Japan is freaking out, has tons of merch dropping that is Japan-exclusive merch, so everyone's very excited. And uh, if you're excited, email us at objecttothispodcast at gmail.com. I don't know if we, we need to talk about whether we'll go into the game next month or not, like we'll start our recaps next month, but either way, we want to hear from you, objecttothispodcast at gmail.com, or find us on Tumblr. Uh, and message us there. Yeah, objectivethis.tumblr.com. Uh, you can rate and review us on your favorite podcast app or Apple Podcasts if you be so inclined. Uh, otherwise, um, thanks Dark Shadow Rage 2 off the YouTube for our, our theme song, Hey Pal, Detective Gumshoe Remix. Thanks Michelle for the garbage at thanks, the end. Thanks Podbean for being our home. Or thank you for listening. Thank you, Maddie, for letting me know about the progress of your mom playing Ace Attorney. I'm proud that she's still working uh, through it. That's better than my dad who gave up. <laughs> Yeah, and you know what? That's okay. Because now, if your mom gives up, she can watch story mode for the new Chronicle games. Hell yeah, story <laughs> mode. Uh, but, uh, yeah, give us give us a shout. Give us a... I was going to say a squeak. I give us why. a uh, squeak. Gah! <laughs>
Give, give us your best guy. Give gar. us your best guy. Or gar. Or gar. Um, yeah, and we'll, we'll catch you on the next episode. We are not going to be Twitch streaming anything, but we love you. And in the meantime, I'm Stephanie. I'm Michelle. And that was Object to This, so why don't you object to that? <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,